Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 139 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. Uh, my name is Barry, and joining me on this Game Awards-filled podcast are my co-hosts. My name, my name is Craig, Eldon Craig. <laughs> my Craig name Ring. is... I don't know. <laughs> my name is also Craig. Uh, also wanted to take 10 seconds here. And give a shout out to uh, Barry over here for single handedly broadcasting the Game Awards for us while I yeah, was yeah. down and out. Wonderful job! It was entertaining when I watched it. Um, it was That's good. What... I, I like the suit. The suit was great. <laughs> was I'll be good. wearing. I'll be wearing a suit for our Game Awards as well. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I don't think yeah, I it's... own one. It's just too bad that I I don't know if I can rip it from Twitch and then post it to YouTube. That's what I like should do, but should I'm not able sure to. if it'll. I don't yeah. know if it'll let me. It's but regardless, no, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Well it done. Round of applause. Round of applause for Round Barry. Love the food reviews too. It was I good. Love the food reviews. It was good. <laughs> we had to, we had to have I had to have something you know during the breaks instead of just looking yeah. at the the sky. So cookie reviews seemed to be the best option. <laughs> I felt sick after those things. Oh my god, were those <laughs> cookies like just huge? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out on the yep. go check it out on the Twitch. I know Please. high sensitivity gaming Twitch. It was alive for once in its life. It was. You, you guys make me feel like I should stream and I should stream more often, but I'm spoiled. That's my issue. I have no excuse other than that. That's fair. So let's get into the news then. And it's pretty much all covering the game awards. Before we get to the announcements, I just wanted to go over kind of who won what the major storylines out of it. God of War Ragnarok brings in all of the awards, but <laughs> loses to God. Uh, sorry, loses to game of the year. Elden Craig uh, or Elden Ring. <laughs> Yep. Uh, in in the final award i will admit during that time it did feel like god of war was just going to win it but then i remind myself that it takes yeah. two one last year yeah. so yeah it, yeah it did it feels like everything when it comes to every other award but game of the year like people the people's voice matters on it did mm. uh cre uh sorry who was it uh jeff keely did mention that after they got the bots all taken down, that it was, <laughs> you know, that they uh, they had to switch the the player's voice award. Other than that, though, uh, Horizon didn't win anything, which was pretty yeah. sad. Tunic didn't win anything. Also sad. I know. Uh, Cult of the Lamb didn't win anything. Some definitely. I know. Immortality <laughs> didn't win anything. Some major yeah. scrubs that I felt, uh, but. You know, I guess Jeff Keighley got what was coming after Christopher Judge delivered a 10 minute speech. And just so you guys have an idea, I took out my dog to pee and came back <laughs> yeah. and he was still talking. Yep. Uh, so it was it was a fun time uh, before, like, we get into all the announcement. What did you guys think of the Game Awards? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like the. I feel like masterpiece is getting thrown around a lot for God of War. And I think we are all in agreement that it's not a masterpiece. So for it to like clean up a million categories when I feel like some other ones were more deserving was a little annoying to me. Mm -hmm. I'm glad it didn't win game of the year. I think Elder Ring's the right pick. That's what we picked. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought like Horizon deserves something. Immortality deserves something. I don't really like the idea of just being like, we'll give you 
God of War. We love God of War so much. We're going to give it all the categories, but we have to give Elden Ring something. So we'll give it game of the year. I just, I don't know. Kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, yeah, I got it. I got into a lot of discussions this weekend with my friends about how they're like, oh, they're watching just to see God of War sweep like everything. And yeah. in my head, I'm and I always ask these people, OK, like what other games did you play? And they went, oh, I played God of War and then played <laughs> maybe one or two other games during the year. Right. And those are the same people who are voting for God of War and why it wins everything is because most of and this is no discredit to God of War. It is a very popular game. It is a very good game. But I, I feel like at some point, like Jeff Keighley needs to really filter out all of the players like voice. It's OK to maybe have two or three player voices awards yeah. where like the it's solely focused. But let the critics who play a majority of the games like play mm -hmm. it because I that's how I feel is just that. Yeah, a lot of people played God of War, but then you also have the people who played one or two games this year. They went, oh, God of War's game of the year. I'm sorry, sir, but did you play anything else other than God <laughs> yeah, of War? Seriously. Like, did you it... play Soul Hackers too? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I um, number one, Judge spoke more in that speech than Kratos had lines. Yep. in Ragnarok, <laughs> that should be an award. Um, number two, um, I enjoy. So, like, here's my inner battle. I enjoyed Stray enough and I love Stray's cause enough that I'm glad it won awards. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's hard for me to wrap around best indie and best debut indie and not see Colt or Tunic take one of them. Like, yeah. like that's, that's more of an argument for the actual award itself and like the two, like how they're named. But for somebody who enjoyed Stray and somebody who also enjoyed, highly enjoyed Tunic and Cult of the Lamb, I was really sad to not see them in particular win. Um, we all have indies each year that we like really gravitate to, something where we feel like we the game is so good that we connected with the people making it. And that's kind of how I felt about Cult and Tunic um, and Stray, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's how I feel about that. Um, God of War Ragnarok with best narrative made me laugh because of us complaining about parts of the narrative. Mm -hmm. like, I was laughing when I saw that get the award because I was like, well, we, I don't know. Like there's a couple of things about the narrative that could have been changed. It's a great story. There are other games in that list that had great stories as well, though. Yep. And I'm sad to see Elden Ring win, even though I really think Elden Ring sort of, sort of won. I didn't like, I, it didn't win a, as many categories as I would thought, which was nice, because I didn't want I, I didn't want Elden Ring to sweep, even though I think myself in my mind that is my game of the year and should be one or two in terms of game of the year. Um, I think that's all I had. Oh, Hozier, yeah, <laughs> Hozier was there. Um, <laughs> Halsey and... was there. There was Halsey. Halsey. Was there. Yeah, <laughs> Al Pacino was there. Al that was a little was weird. There. That was a little <laughs> weird. They, they're they dragging Al Pacino and Robert De Niro to these things. And yeah. the guys have like 20% of like what they had in terms of where they, where they know they are, you know, they're bringing them to all these things. It's just kind of funny seeing them like, you know, with uh, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino in particular, because they have such a iconic careers that you want to take them everywhere. But sometimes when you look at them, you're like, do they even know where they are? <laughs> he definitely, no offense not. to the two. <laughs> 
You know, though, the the indie thing made sense to me because it's kind of like what you just said, Barry, is that if you ask people who play games, if they've heard of Stray, everybody's heard of Stray this year. But if mm-hmm. you ask the same people, have you heard of Call to the Lamb or Tunic? I guarantee you 75, 80% will say no. Yep. Because it's those are good games, but when you compare how many people played Stray to how many people played Call to the Lamb and Tunic, it's like so lopsided that I wasn't yeah. surprised that it cleaned up both. Um, but I do agree that it should have not have. Uh, I, I think Stray is good. I don't think, kind of like God of War, I don't think it's as good as people think it is, personally. Um, but, you know, it's a popularity contest, obviously, and Stray's going to win that 100% of the time over those other two. Yeah, like two two of my only gripes with everything was one, uh, I do want to see more of the Game Awards or- Orchestra. I really love like the game music they put together and when they play, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I thought Hozier was like the least cringy of all yeah. of like the mm-hmm. he did well. Uh, uh, yeah, of all the game game award stuff mm-hmm. and the surprise Halsey appearance was like, OK, cool. Halsey Halsey's yeah. popular. Halsey's hip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gaming's hip. So let's go. Let's let's <laughs> What was the um? What was the instrument that that guy was playing oh, um, during the hosier? Because he was killing it. He yeah. looked like Slash up there, while <laughs> yeah, with his little like, winding away. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I, don't, I was. I, don't know I, I was. was. I wasn't sure because I thought it was like actually Bear McCreary because mm. it looked like it looked like the same guy, but I couldn't confirm. Uh, okay. The <laughs> the only other thing I need to yell at Jeff Keighley for is the fact that horizon didn't win best art direction will forever be like the bane of the bane (laughs) of all of my choices there i it's funny like going on twitter and seeing the discussions about some of the awards because for the most part it seems like one yes like freya was probably the better actress in god of war but didn't get nominated and like the art direction for Horizon was just I, I'm sorry if you can look at everything that God of War and Elden Ring has done art direction for Horizon, I think, blows both of them out of the water. And I am mm. a true believer in all of that. Uh, so you go ahead at me or don't at me. I don't care. <laughs> best best art direction for me is Horizon. And you can you, you can send me why and I'll give you 500 reasons why not yeah. Horizon. Mm. So. Also, on a side note, every time I see Troy Baker, he gets more and more full of himself. Yes. I don't know. I've, I was about to say, I've Troy Baker I, seemed fine. I love he, Troy he, Baker, but like, if you his progression as because he's gotten like more and more recognizable by the common gaming public is like if you look back at how he used to be, and now he's in like the the hat and the hair and i'm just like dude yeah he just gets more and more full of himself every time i see him and it's hilarious to me like all right what's he gonna look like next time uh is he gonna i don't know it's just every time i see him he just somehow gets worse (laughs) it just gets worse yep yeah understandable but let's go over the announcements uh i guess i'm trying to think here do you guys want me to go over the all the announcements or do you guys want to think (laughs) something yourself we can go yeah, I mean, either you go over all of them, or we like select what we are think are our top two or something, and go over that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you want to run down like a list of all of them that got announced, and then we can pick like what we're most sure. excited for. That works. Let's do yeah, Sure, let's do I that. didn't. I, I didn't get a list of all of them, but I did get a list of most. We have Hades okay. two being announced, Street yep. Fighter six mm-hmm. being shown off, the creators mm-hmm. of 
uh, the creators of Bioshock showed off Judas. <laughs> we have Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon being announced. A game called Earthblade from the makers of Celeste. Death Stranding 2. Let's Tekken go, 8. Diablo 4. Crash Team Rumble. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Phantom Liberty with Idris Elba. Armored Core Fires of Rubicon 6. And Final Fantasy 16. Uh, so, first of all. Yes. <laughs> no Zelda. We did get a trailer. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Then it, it, it wasn't really a trailer. It was more like a here's here's a yeah. little gameplay footage. And then, uh, I'm sorry. Are we going to act like Death Stranding was good now? Uh, what is I, happening? Why is everybody so excited when everybody hated it when it came out? The, well, like, the th- here's the thing. <laughs> I know I know other Craig really liked Death Stranding. I know right. he did. The, but the general public did not. And yes. then they announced this and everybody's like <laughs> losing their mind. Like, oh, my God, Death Stranding 2. I'm like, you all hated it when it yep. came out. And now you're pretending like it was the greatest game you never played because you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't say I didn't like was like, uh, maybe I should try to get, you know, into. Yeah. Death Stranding. Not that I need to, because to be honest, my backlog is big enough. <laughs> yeah. But and I guess we'll start off with Death Stranding, too uh first off like kind of strange to see uh to see it kind of this soon because i thought he was working on a game called pragmata but i guess he's not Mm -hmm. or maybe that's just another thing that's in development but overall like death stranding 2 good for everybody that liked death stranding 2 the trailer looked good i do we have any idea what's going on absolutely not absolutely not it's yeah yeah yep you don't know as you're playing it Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one one funny thing to mention about that Barry before I forget that I looked up is he had the whole script written for that game and he completely rewrote the script yeah. after the pandemic hit I thought Wild. that was interesting yeah. so that made me more intrigued to play maybe there's a hints of that there's got to be hints of that you know yeah. in it but I don't know I'm excited and it's being labeled as DS2 not Death Stranding 2 so I'm not sure why he's doing that it's obviously it's Hideo. on well, that's what I mean. This is on purpose. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess I guess he'll figure it out. I don't know. Kadeo's such a weird cryptic guy. I just he is. I know. He is. Part of me just wishes we could go back to getting Metal Gear Solid remakes, but that's not going to happen. I so. I would love that. I True. would love that. Uh, so first off, I'll talk about Hades two. Uh, really excited for that. Hades is yeah. awesome. Uh, we're getting a second one already. I didn't expect that from this team, but. I guess really my only fear is that this seems to be more of the same yep. from uh, from this team. And I really did enjoy Bash and a Transistor, their previous two games. And it just seems like Hades was such a hit that they're like, oh, I guess we have enough material to make a second one. So let's make a second one. So that's probably why we're getting one so soon. Uh, but I am definitely, you know, day one, early access, everything to play that much like I did with Hades. But uh mm-hmm. You, I don't. I was not excited just because I was like, this literally looks like copy paste with different colors, mm-hmm. different character. I, yeah, and I don't and know. It's like what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have liked to see them try something a little different, maybe. But it's Hades, so I'm sure it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll probably be good. I like you throwing out the their other two projects yep. that were successful too. Bastion, I totally forgot I played until you mentioned it just now. That was an amazing game. <laughs> Transistor um, is some of the best but, music I've ever heard. 
in mm-hmm. uh in gaming so it's just like i i miss that part of th- i miss that part of them but tr- i guess in a way bastion and transistor were two very similar games and hades and hades 2 are going to be two very similar games so who knows maybe the the following game they're working on is going to be something different but who knows and let's see here. What else? What else do we do? I want to talk about that you guys don't want to talk about. What's your two? Ooh. What's your two popular? What's the ones you're most excited yeah. for? So, well, for me, that's going to be things like Final Fantasy 16. That okay. trailer, I'm sold. Give me Final Fantasy 16. I'm all for it. Do I have an idea what it's going on? Absolutely not. Do I care? No. It looks <laughs> it, it looks so flashy. I feel like my eyes are going to bleed while uh yeah. while wa- while watching it with all the colors going on so final fantasy 16 heck yeah i'm excited i'm excited for uh and then i guess the other one i want to talk about is armored core fires of rubicon 6 uh being made by from software so this is kind of their next project while working on apparently they've got other plans for elden ring as well so good to see that and i've never played armored core i just know that it's a storied franchise and if from software is going to make dark souls for mecha robots why not <laughs> i guess it might as well my thinking armor core on uh original playstation was like a highlight and such a big part of my childhood growing up but those games were viciously punishing so it, it makes absolute sense for from okay. software to be putting this out uh, but they were a lot of fun they were just super detailed get a lot going on and it was like hard to understand but once you got into it man those games suck you in all right i'm excited i'm excited yeah uh yeah uh top two yeah top two obviously number one for me is judas yes um that's hands down in a way the best thing i saw uh it you might as well call it bioshock but they can because 2k has the rights to that not ken levine but it's Bioshock for all intents and purposes. Looks great. Super excited for that. I think the other one, honestly, is probably Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't. Uh, oh, that good. wasn't in my list. That's my bad. Yeah. Um, I like the last one. Uh, so this is something that's right up my alley. And I'm more I'm going to be more into it now than I was when I played the first one because I hated Souls like games when that first one came out. And now I like yeah. them. So now I'm going to be even more into it because that first one I played on like the easiest difficulty level because I was just getting like handled when I started that game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, bumping it down to the easiest. I'm playing this like uh, I'm an invincible Jedi. So, yeah, those are probably the two I'm most pumped for. Um, When Vader came in at the end of that first Oof. game, that's Oof. actually that's one of my favorite <laughs> memories of that year, video game wise. And yep. I played the entire Bioshock like for the first time that year. And I still Man, that was that's so one of my favorites. So good. Um, I am gonna agree with Jude, Judas. Mm-hmm. I I can't not I can't see something like that and not get excited. It, you just can't. It's it's fantastic. I would say that's my number one. I had if I had a number two, I really want to put Final Fantasy in that. I was also sold on that trailer too. And that looks more like a Final Fantasy 12 kind of thing with more like a royalty aspect, you know. Um, but I might I might have to stick with Death Stranding too. <laughs> I, 
I actually enjoyed the game. It's Hideo. I, I've claimed multiple times on this platform and on my personal platform with friends and family that I am a huge fan of his and anything he does, I will play. So I will take the confusing trailer that was exceedingly long for no reason. Uh, and I still knew nothing after it. I'll take that. I was just really excited as overall just to see a bunch of dates get announced. Like we got one for Suicide Squad. We got one for Diablo. Like we, we just have a bunch of dates. And the three of us were just talking about a backlog and trying <laughs> to utilize the first two quarters, I guess, of the next year doing that. Yep. And it looks like the list has made it so maybe we won't even have as big of an opportunity as we thought. Like there's there's months that are starting to get like a little bit more March. Full now. March so that's looks what very I, crowded yeah. already. Yep. March looks crowded already. And February was already crowded. So yep. um, but that's what um also Suicide Squad is the last performance from Kevin Conroy. Yep. So that alone makes me almost want to push it into my first one. It was cool seeing Batman like that too. And it sorry. was cool. It's, that it's, was no, a cool trailer. Yeah, that that was probably one of my favorite trailers. And to be honest, I'm surprised that Jedi uh, Survivor and uh, Kill the Suicide Squad were two games that weren't on the list that I just copied from a certain site. So it's just like, oh, OK, I guess the site's just stupid. I guess it's two <laughs> huge games, two huge yeah. games. So huge. it's it's interesting to say the least. But overall, like, you know, Shout out to shout out to my friend John. He's really excited for Crash Team Rumble. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> Not what I was okay. expecting from from Crash. No. But I I guess okay. Like I don't know if this is meant to be a game that makes Crash more popular to get more people into it because it's a It's like Crash Bash. Yeah. Crash Bash. Crash, Crash, Crash Bash. I never fan played it. No. Freaking tastic. It was amazing. Yep. It was fan freaking tastic. Yep. So, there, you know, t- take that with what you will. Uh, other than that, I guess. Uh, over f- first off, how did Bayonetta win Best Action Game? I have no clue. <laughs> I can't believe it won an award. Uh, and then second off, uh, Bay- we're getting a completely different Bayonetta game. Like this yeah, is what is that? It, yeah, I don't know what that is, man. Looks I, bad. I, I don't know. It's it seems to be completely awful. different. And on top of it, too, I was surprised to find out that it is <laughs> it's a sixty dollar game. Yeah, this no. here. This is, here. Yeah, this is some full fledged thing. Am I buying it? Yes. Sorry, there's no stopping me anymore. Uh, I'm on the. I, I, but what? I, I, what are you doing? Con- I am the conductor on the bayonetta train. I am the conductor uh, on the bayonetta train, and, and anybody that wants to hop on can hop on. But uh, it's I'm gonna so pretend different. like I'm going to stick with one and two and pretend like three never happened. That's yeah, what I'm going to do. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of remember the story in the beginning of Resident Evil Village that got told with like the whole like the storybook yep. vibe. Oh I, yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "But this is a game." Yeah. I mean, I it like done properly, that can look good. That type of sure. style and visual can look good, but it did. I, I got anti sold. Yeah. Hard on Bayonetta <laughs> origins. I was like, as much as I want to know how she became Bayonetta, like, nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm um. <laughs> Can I ask both of y'all two questions? Sure. Shoot. First one, this is like just a like fun one. What would you be more excited for, the new Tekken game or the new Street Fighter game? Neither. Tekken. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say Tekken looks, as well. Tekken looks better than Street Fighter does. Yeah, sure. that, yeah. and uh, Tekken always, to me, had like more of a flashiness to it that my mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. eyes like instead of kind of the weird goofiness that Street Fighter has, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, but they got this, mini games. Yeah, this, but the story, yeah. the story mode trailer for Tekken was like, okay, this looks cool. Like, mm, yeah. I, I'm okay with it. So, yeah, there you go. Next question. Uh, the other question is uh, how excited, because I, I think out of the three of us, I think I enjoyed Horizon Forbidden West the least. And mm -hmm. that sounds derogatory, but I enjoyed it a heck of a lot. But out of the three of us, less than you two. Are you guys excited for the DLC? Nope. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Not at all. I, nope. I have such a hard time getting excited <laughs> for DLC. And I don't know yeah. what it is about me, but every time DLC comes out, I'm always like, yeah, but I'm done with that game. You know, like yeah, that's I, how yeah. that's how my yeah. brain works. I'm just like, I don't you're not wrong. I don't want to go back into that game. I'm done. If you didn't put it, it in, if, if you didn't put it in the original game, I'm not going back in. I just don't mm -hmm. care. I'm not doing it. I don't know. It's I, it's I think I'm in the minority. But I don't like the cyberpunk thing. That looks cool, but I don't really want to yeah. play cyberpunk again. I'm good. I, I, I'm with you. I don't want to start whatever save file I had when the bugs were still going on. And I also don't want to start over. My, that's my yep. issue. I'm, I, I put 25 hours in that buggy mess before they <laughs> fixed everything. Right. And that's the only thing stopping me. But maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll have time. I, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. saw the lineup. For 2023, yeah, for sure. I don't have. I'm not gonna have time. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd ask those. <laughs> Man, I dropped 180 dollars on the Horizon vinyl set, so there we go. That's that's there where we're go, at right now. So that's where Barry's at. I, I am. I am. I'm also the conductor on a side by side train for Horizon. Uh, okay. As maybe it gives me the ending we deserve. I'd like that <laughs> if it gives maybe. me an ending that I that I don't hate. Yeah, uh, that's, but, that's the third game. The yeah. third game is probably the ending that'll be yeah. blow my yeah probably but regardless a man can hope and it'll still come out the same week as some other gigantic game somehow and that'll be right yeah that'll be rated right a, a ten out of ten masterpiece every time yeah probably Elden Ring two let's be honest so. yeah yeah Elden Ring <laughs> I feel so bad I man. know worst luck in the world I I feel like at this point Horizons just like where do we go like we yep. got to go like when nobody releases games july that's, that's what they have to do yeah they have to go like july or august middle of summer yeah. yep couldn't they have made up some like stupid reason and said they just needed to develop it more push it out a couple of months exactly like, that's it, what i mean yeah they're, yeah. they're just like, like just do that it's gonna be two months before it releases and they're gonna be like crap uh judas is coming man. out yeah judas yeah. is coming out soon we have to move and they're gonna be like you know what we just decided to delay it uh <laughs> another another year and yeah. just let it go or something like that yeah. overall they need to release it towards the end of the year instead of the beginning so people remember it better yeah i can mm, see that you know, too. like an mm -hmm. october november time frame would be great yeah for the most idea. part i do get why they release it when they do because the like it looks good on their financial quarterly right. reports so right. yeah everything like that but uh do we have any more thoughts anybody have anything else they want to talk about when it comes to the game awards mm, i think we covered it yeah other than using judge as a um <laughs> time frame for how long i want to keep my speeches from now on anytime i win an award that uh i think we're good <laughs> i have to make fun of it again I'm it sorry. ruined the entire work. flow of the show <laughs> it, it, it there was it, that what that section where jeff did like eight <laughs> awards in a row just like spouting him off. I was like, that was because of how long he talked. Yep. And you know what? That needs to change. I, I yep. do want to admit yeah. that. Like the, this is like the biggest game award show for gaming. You have mm -hmm. to, 
you would at least you'd think give people the spotlight, but it doesn't seem like Jeff can ever have a show that doesn't have something go wrong with it. They yeah, literally yeah. had a random kid <laughs> join, the, yeah. join the game of the year thing and started talking about his reformed rabbi, Bill Clinton. Yep. Um, yeah. What, what that means? Nobody has a clue, but it was one of those things again, where it's just like, how, how does the biggest show for gaming have these issues? Because like, mm. Jeff, I know you lost my ticket in the mail, but if you invite me to this, I'll keep people off your stage. I'm not I'm not going to ruin the sanctity of it. Just invite us. Yeah. Come on. Yep. We play yep. video games. We do. Give me yeah, I mean, I think they need to keep it to a like a nice like three minutes that you get and then you're off the stage, you know, just like the Oscars or whatever do. Um, I understand it was a big moment for him. And, and I don't know if he just felt like he couldn't get him off the stage but like you have to at that point because that was mm -hmm. what like 10 minutes at least yeah yeah it was 10 minutes it and was. like and it was i don't nonsense. know if i don't know if they <laughs> knew about it as well because they weren't playing the music for him like they were right. everyone else or maybe the, the music end. yeah maybe the music wasn't working or something like that but it was so it was such a strange thing that happened with him that ended yep. up, I think, probably taking a moment away from everybody else as well, yep. which mm -hmm. just kind of stinks because definitely like you'd think the developers of Stray should get a moment to come up and thank their families and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, that guy was awkward, though. Whoever went up to accept that award for Stray was quite awkward. <laughs> he was nervous. He was nervous. <laughs> they all are. And that's the thing. Yep. And I, I, I have fun with these awards, too, because you have all of these people show up in like jeans and a t-shirt and i'm like <laughs> yep yeah. and, and i'm like i'm sitting here at home in a suit while, while these people yeah. are whatever whatever game it was that jeff was talking to the developer about and he had on like the backwards baseball hat and a t-shirt and jeff's yeah. standing there in a full tux and this dude's talking about his game and like like fully tatted arms t-shirt backwards hat at a game award show and i'm like Maybe we need to implement some sort of dress code here. Yeah. <laughs> I know we want to be more relaxed because we're gaming, but like, dude, that dude was so underdressed. It was hilarious. But you just <laughs> you don't see this stuff happen at, you know, the Emmys or the Oscars right. or any or any music award show. Even yeah. it, like everybody shows up pretty promptly and I get it. They're probably not sponsored by Balenciaga, who's canceled or Gucci yep. or <laughs> Dulce mm -hmm. and Cabana to like be wearing their dresses for this. But you'd think, you know, I get it. We're gamers and we're smelly, weird people, but can, <laughs> we can wear a suit once we can wear a suit yeah. for this thing. Yeah. Like you don't even have to do that. Just like, like a nice pants and a collared shirt would be yeah. cool. You know? And like, yeah. And like, this is our chat. And like, this is gaming's chance on a bigger stage. You'd think you'd yep. want to promote it as professionally as possible to get more investors into, into gaming, to get more advertisers into gaming. Yep. Uh, Je Jeff, if you need PR, just hire me again. I'm, I'm doing all <laughs> this you for go. you. So yep. for I, I, yeah, just please, Jeff, invite us next time. <laughs> please, Jeff. Just please. Jeff. <laughs> please. Uh, I'm just going to sit <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care where I sit. Just please let us come. I don't care where I sit. <laughs> uh, oh, so man. we ready to talk about games we played this week then? Or do we have other news or any any other topics we want to go over? I'm good, Craig. You said you had a rant. I don't know if you wanted to start that now. <laughs> I do or have is... a rant. Um, yeah, let me get it out of the way. Uh, I've already We've already talked about it multiple times, but I hit my limit this week with Sony 
and uh, I just mm. need to like spill it out so I can be done with it forever. Um, spill it. First and foremost, what really kind of angered me and pissed me off a little bit is at the very, very beginning of the Game Awards show, uh, when Jeff was introducing, um, you know, the CEO of Nintendo, the CEO of Xbox, and Sony's nowhere to be found uh, at the Game Awards show was really irritated me um, just because I feel like Sony right now is being such a child about everything with Microsoft that I'm just like, it's not a good look to not even show up to the award show or send like your US CEO. You know, you don't have to send mm, yeah. somebody over from Japan, even though a lot of companies came from all over the world for this. Um, but it was to me, that's a bad look on top of, you know, we had the we have the the suit going on trying to block Microsoft buying Activision, which, you know, has come down to the fact that it's Sony, right? This is Sony trying to stop the purchase of Activision. A um, couple things that really put me over the top. One is we had the moment where Xbox came out and said, you know, hey, we want to sign a deal to bring Call of Duty to the Switch for 10 years. Um, now, realistically, is it going to run well on Switch? Probably not. We saw what happened when they put Call of Duty on the Wii. If you remember those games, they weren't great, mm. but it gives people options, right? And the fact that Sony came out right after that and was like, well, it's not even going to be able to run it. So why? You know, like, it's just so like childish to me to be like, yeah. well, no, because it's it's not even going to run good. So stop. And then on top of that, you had um, Phil, right? Phil came out after all of this with, you know, Sony partnering to sue to stop this merger. And Phil finally coming out and standing up for Microsoft at once and being like, you know, literally saying Sony wants to grow by making Xbox smaller. So they don't want anything to do with Activision joining uh, Microsoft. They're still going to get their Call of Duties. You know, it's already been said that Microsoft will never block Call of Duty on a Sony console. Um, but I don't know. To me, I'm just I'm so done with Sony right now that like I'm just annoyed Uh and obviously we all have a PS5. We're all supporting them and they're putting out great games. So it's kind of like a mixed emotion for me. I mean, half, at least half of the game of the year awards were Sony, right? Like Sony exclusives. So yeah. I just feel like they're doing enough on their own here that they don't need to do this. They don't need to be acting like a, a five-year-old because Microsoft's buying Activision. Um, they they have enough. They have Uncharted. They have Death Stranding. They have uh, Horizon and God of War and all these games that are killing it. And yet they're still like somehow managing to come off as like the worst of the three companies, in my opinion. Um, it's just wild to me. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm at the point where I'm like, I just want Microsoft to buy Activision. So this is done. I don't want to hear about yeah. it anymore. I'm tired of it. Um is it a good thing? Probably not that Microsoft wants to buy Activision, but I can't help but think that everything they've said is they're going to do it in a better way than Sony would, don't you think? If Sony bought Activision, don't you feel like they'd be like no Call of Duty on Xbox? Oh, yeah. 
right? Or at least they would at least clamor I, about I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't yeah. say Call of Duty. I'd say other – I probably other franchises probably, yes. As maybe mm-hmm. like Diablo or something like that. That wouldn't surprise right. me because there are definitely right. some things that are untouchable. But no, I'm, I, I'm with you. As much of like a Sony fanboy as I may turn myself out to be, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, I just wish this crap was done with. Uh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. – And it would be. Yeah, like to, to to be honest, I don't care if Xbox buys uh the it buys Activision just as long right. and for me just as long as it doesn't hurt other gamers. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we're in enough of a position to say like oh we both have Xboxes, we have PlayStations, we have PCs, we have anything that we can play. Not everybody can afford all that. So as long as the person who buys a PlayStation can still play games that Activision makes like Overwatch, Call of Duty or Diablo, I don't see the hurt in buying them. I, I really don't. Yeah, um, I agree. So it's it, no, I'm with you. Like I saw I saw that stuff on the news as well. And it's just like, I, I don't care. Just. Yeah, someone buy it. If it's up for if it's up for sale, buy it. <laughs> someone, just, yeah. Just I'll buy it at this point. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I guess it's like. I don't know if I'm just looking at it as like I see so many positives, right? I see the potential for World of Warcraft to be on Game Pass on PC. And think about like that's been on a decline, right? That's going to boost numbers because people are going to be like, oh, I don't have to pay $15 a month anymore. It's just part of my Game Pass subscription. Sign me up, right? I would do it. I would play World of Warcraft and I've never paid for Warcraft ever in my life. Um I don't know. I just see like that. The fact that like you can still have Call of Duties on your console, but I don't have to buy it on Xbox anymore. Sign me up again, you know, yeah. um, mm. or Crash Bandicoot is another one. Uh, like, yeah, give me those on Game Pass. I, I don't know. I just I don't see a lot of downside other than Sony making a ruckus. That's what they're that's what they're acting like. They're acting yeah. like if you were playing Monopoly with a six year old who had everything from like Boardwalk Park Place, like almost all of the deeds. But they're mad that you had like Baltic Avenue yeah. and like <laughs> and like and like a bunch of like other like, I guess, lesser things on the board. It's like just why can't we all just have our have our games and play them, too? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, which is a bad a bad uh, take on have your cake and eating it, too. But <laughs> um, it. it out of the three, Microsoft is like the more admirable mm-hmm. of the three companies, and they prove that, which is kind of funny based off of their their net their worth, yeah. um, <laughs> money wise. And Sony goes more on the petty side, even though they have this domination. I mean, we talk. I mean, I'm I'm glad we talk about it because we should talk about st- stuff other than you know what games are coming out or mm-hmm. what games are being released. Like this is important stuff to gamers, but. As long as going to your point again, Barry, as long as the greats and the classics aren't challenged and they're available, what's what's the hurt with Microsoft? Microsoft looks like the most responsible of the three to to acquire somebody like Blizzard. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just it's annoying. Stop being petty, Sony. Yeah. So games this week. Let's do Speaking it. of Sony, <laughs> yeah, are, right? we going, are we having a Callisto-thon? I, I played Callisto on Xbox, so screw you, Sony. <laughs> I played Callisto on PlayStation, so screw you, Xbox. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It never I happened. totally forgot. I was thinking this whole time, for some reason, that Callisto was a PlayStation exclusive, and I don't know why, up until like the week before it came out. <laughs> you, you know what's strange, too, is I, I was actually reading... And on Twitter and everything like that. But apparently, like, the DLC 
and the um and like the game came out in a more stable way on PlayStation than it did on Xbox. And I have no idea if wow. that has anything to do with the DLC, but people I were have, pretty mad. People I were mad. Zero at, issues. At, at, I heard PC was terrible. Yeah, yeah, PC, yeah, PC was terrible as well. Mm-hmm. But I did hear the Xbox one had issues. So we you know, take a look do at we, that. Yeah. Did we all did we all be I know Craig you did, but mm-hmm. Barry, you beat it, right? I did, yes. I beat it as well. Wait. So we got Callisto. Uh, Need for Speed, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns, right? Those were the three from last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also played Hello Neighbor too, but was there other things? Uh, for Spoken Demo, I played. Oh that yeah, I played that too. Oh yep. darn, I did play that. Good call, because I just played that today. Yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna be a duo on Forspoken and Need for Speed. <laughs> I okay. I unfortunately. That's fair. Sorry. Let's do Callisto though. Callisto, Callisto, yes, because I've been waiting on one. this for like a week oh. and a half. <laughs> Who wants to start? Because I have things to say. This is the best game ever. I don't see it as the best game ever. Like me, it's the best game this year. It's not even close. Thank you. The, so this is coming. So so here we go. Okay, he, fight you. This is okay, coming from the it. guy that hates the mandatory walking in Requiem, mm-hmm. but also requires you to mandatorily walk in Callisto. Where? In all in in so much of it, anytime you're in sticky ground, he's forced to walk. He just he can't run in like I don't have a any I don't have a problem when it's a horror based game. Oh, so now it's not a problem when it's a uh, horror based <laughs> game. It's a different genre. It adds to the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> that, Speaking of atmosphere, yeah, oof. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Barry. <laughs> no, like for me, I I, I did uh, I did enjoy Callisto a decent amount. I thought the guns mm-hmm. were like a, so much fun. I loved the guns yeah. and everything that they had. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the main thing is the dodging was a little frustrating for me, just because yeah. yes. anytime it's more than two enemies, uh, it's just pray to You're God that I yeah pray to God <laughs> that I'm not you know di- dying in two seconds because. One hits you, you're dodging one way. The other one hits you, you're dodging that way. It just feels like it never stops at that mm-hmm. point. Um, I think the story did drag a little bit toward the end, but I didn't hate it uh, f- at all. Like you did mention below. Uh, yeah. Uh, below. Uh, below was a fun section. Uh, yes. I, I guess for me, a lot of like something that was just kind of making me angry was the fact that I was getting lost in below a lot. Um, okay. cause it's just a lot of tunnels mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. and trying to get from a power station to get to the colony stuff of uh, like, you know, despite, despite everything that I said, I think the game looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. I think the acting performances are pretty good on it as well. Yes. What were you going to say, Craig? No, the, um, the below section, right? Mm-hmm. I think specifically what I was talking about is there's a point where you're like, have to get from one one area to the other and as you're walking like more and more enemies start coming up out of the ground and you're like trying to bob and weave around them um mm-hmm. i don't know if you tried to fight them i didn't because there was like i didn't tw- there was like 20 of them and i was like oh my god oh my god you know what i mean like trying to get around all of them i like that um the environment thing as you're saying i think is great but it's empty yeah right like there isn't a whole lot of like I find myself looking around a lot and not finding a whole lot of stuff, right? You would expect like, oh, there's this area over here. It's kind of off. There's probably like some ammo or something and there would just be nothing. Mm. Um, it kind of felt like it needed to be f- 
finished a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I, what, uh, was the spot you're talking about, Craig, the one where you drop down in below, there's like an area that you jump down to and there's a bunch of enemies coming. I was just trying to. No, it was an area that like it was near the beginning, I think. And you're in like the tunnels. Right. And you're like, you have to get to a certain. I think the power station is where you're going to. And as you're going and you go back through it again on the way out. But like as you're going, there's like three enemies that popped up for me. And I was like, oh, I could fight them, but I'm going to sneak around them. So I like ran around them because um, it's the ones that uh, I think can't see. Clickers. Can, I've yeah. just been calling them clickers. Yeah, Let's right. Just... And as you're going, <laughs> like, like there's like two or three more that like pop up, pop up, and they just keep coming until there's like 15 or 20 of them. And I, that yes. to me was like the most tense I was in that entire game where I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, please don't I, I catch me. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I thought that was cool. And the end, like the last area I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. With, with when it comes to like everything else about the game, in my eyes too is I think Josh DeHamel and Karen Furukawa did a good job. Yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked that Sam Witwer was in it. Um, yeah. I, I just, I like him in Star general. Killer. He played, yeah. Star killer and Darth mm. Maul, I believe. Yep. Uh, let me see here. Anything else about Callisto of to mention? I had like, I had like notes I was writing as I was playing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't want to forget. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I well, like a couple what, of things. If you like, what were your notes? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, what were your guys? Go notes? ahead, Craig. Give me those notes. Um, so I, having freshly beat it like earlier today, okay, um, because it was the right type of rainy day to do it. Uh, <laughs> the atmosphere is incredible, um, for me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm the kind of person I've told you guys multiple times that I do jump scare pretty easily. I felt like something was going to kill me the entire time I was playing and I loved every second of it. Yep. The dodging thing that you were saying, Barry, and that you were agreeing with Craig is exactly right. It was wonky. What made me almost stop playing the game were those two headed en enemies. Really? You fight four. You fight four of them. Yep. And I don't know if I was using the Gru glove enough or what but i never got the dodge down properly where i felt like i was fighting the game and dodging and it's crucial mm -hmm. in that moment i i one shot at the final boss i yep. can honestly tell you i got elden ringed <laughs> by those four two-headed monsters and it made me want to freaking stop playing the game because <laughs> i just because like there's so like two of them show up by themselves mm -hmm. two of them have enemies that yep. while those enemies are quite easy in a normal run, really mess with you specifically when you're fighting that. Like there was the one where you fought it and there was a bunch of frozen kind of yeah. enemies just hanging out. And eventually there is one that kind of flanks you depending on where your position is. And I did all the like, the upgrades. I stuck to the Magnum and the shotgun primarily, mm -hmm. not the four, not the shotgun like pistol, but the one you get after. Sure. And that's what I ran with. And I got like the flaming upgrades on those. And I don't know if you guys had as much of a, an issue with them, but I had more issue with them than the entire game. I, I don't know. I clocked in maybe 11 hours mm -hmm. playing it. And I can honestly tell you that Lost, Colony, and Tower took s like five of those. Yeah. Really? Beca because of those enemies. And it's an, it was annoying to me. Below was just as awesome as you hyped it up to be. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I forget what they're called. I think they're called just the blind, but they're essentially, they just remind me of clickers from um, whatchamacallit. And, yep. and that added a great element to the game. Them being stuck to the walls added a great <laughs> element to the game that, you know, you didn't know where they were coming out of. And you got rewarded when you got to tower because you felt like you were finally out of that old, um, that old uh, colony and you never saw him again. You didn't see like one when you yeah. were traveling back to the final boss. Like it felt good to get out of that. By the way, that old town was, I thought looked really great too. Like yeah. it was, even though it was very small. So to not speak too long, but atmosphere, the guns look great. Scorn should take a couple of notes on how <laughs> they did their guns. Yep. Um, the enemies weren't extremely varied, but I think they did enough. And they were introducing them at intervals that made the game a little fresher for me. Like you didn't see a two headed dude until chapter six. You didn't see the blind until chapter five. Yeah. You didn't see, um, there was like a couple of others that like didn't show up and they got properly introduced by the game. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you were facetiously saying game of the year, Craig, but it's kind of up there for me, man. Like, that was 11 hours of spectacular Craig shaking in his boots fun. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Like my wife heard me screaming at the game at various times, but like every time she came out, she was like, how is it? And I'm like, it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just a baby. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I mean, my rant. That's my I, rant. I always like to go back and think, but like when I finished that game for me, I was like, this game's better than God of War and horizon easily. Um, and that's how I looked at it. Uh, now, when I get like a month from now out and I look at it, maybe that's not the case anymore. But I feel like I had more fun with Callisto than I did Horizon and God of War. Um, the stuff that like I had, I did put down, Barry, that the movement is chunky uh, while it was playing because mm -hmm. I was like, it is chunky. Um, one big thing that if you go back to the original Dead Space that was driving me bonkers is let me play the audio files while I'm moving, please. Oh, yes. For the yeah, love that of is, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Like they do it in Dead Space. And, <laughs> you know, and like I saw people saying online, like, oh, maybe it's an issue of like they didn't want it clashing with other audio coming from a character in the game. But like that was a thing in every Dead Space game is let me hit play and continue walking or like looking around the room. Because if you make me pause the game and go into it, guess what? I'm not going to listen to it. It was mm -hmm. at all. I'm so glad you said that. Cause it's the same thing <laughs> yeah. I did. Like I was yep. playing, I was playing around with it and I'm like, yeah, is there no button to play in the background? Because mm -hmm. if <laughs> you put out lore for people to look at and understand yeah. the world, yep. let me, let me do it on my own. Let me do it. Like Correct. while I'm playing the game. Cause not only that, like you're listening to, you're listening to the audio log. Talk about not being ready for them to jump scare you if you're listening to a, to an audio log while yep. um while playing exactly. it. Like if you want it more, put, it'll put you at ease. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly yep. it. So it's just like I I don't get how that's not something they added beforehand, and maybe it's something <laughs> you can add later. But maybe. it is yeah. ridiculous at the fact that like I I got those audio logs and I looked at them. I didn't listen to them at all because they're because I listen to some, do, but not very you many. Can't do it in the background. Because it makes no sense as to why anyone, why it's right. not playable in the background. Like it, correct? There's yeah. not that much talking in this game. There's more screaming at you than there is talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that I had, 
I think Craig, you covered a lot of them for me. Uh, one thing I noticed that I thought was kind of a cool throwback because obviously he can't make a dead space game because EA owns dead space. But I noticed a lot of times on the walls that the panels were the same save panels from dead space. I don't know if you saw them, but if you remember the dead space games, you know, the save thing on the wall, the square that would like pop out that literal square and and dead space. I think it had like an outline of like a camera or something on it. Um, I saw that everywhere in that game. Like I, in a, in at least 10 different areas. I was like, that's the save logo from dead space. And I don't know if I, I'm assuming that was him being like nodding at dead space, even though he can't mm. make a dead space. Um, but yeah, I think the motion capture was good. I think specifically when they're wearing their helmets with the light underneath, they look the most realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was the standout. Um, but yeah, I think that they did a good job with the acting. It does a good job of really, I don't think it outstayed its welcome. It was like, boom, let's go. You're, you're in the prison. All right. Now we're going to the next thing. Now we're going to the next thing. Now the game's over. Um, and set up the the next game. Um, I, I think we all know at this point that like, I like shorter games. So give me that eight to 10 hours. And I'm going to pick that every time over a 60 hour God of war, mm-hmm. um, that overstays its welcome a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I thought it was awesome. That was great. I I would have to agree. Um, yeah. And they told a good story in ten to twelve hours. Yep. I mean, they they use. I mean, the audio files would have been better. But <laughs> I'm like you guys. I stopped. I think I listened to ten. Yeah. Maybe half the time I wanted to listen to them. I wasn't going to stop. And my had my inventory up when I thought something might have been around me too. Like, let me yeah. play it while I'm trying to figure out my bearings. You didn't find those files in like safe places. Right. You know, right. But I think it's it's one of the top games for me when we actually do sit down and do our game of the year things. I might get frisky and it might be higher. Um, it <laughs> yeah. might be higher on my list than I actually thought it would be. But I I I got exactly what I was excited about from the game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, sure. Uh, Need for Speed. Yeah, Barry, did you speed. play it? Yes, I did. Take it away. OK. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of like, man, customization is out of control um, yes, more so yeah. than than Need for Speed Heat had, which I love Need for Speed Heat. Um, the story is OK. You know, I don't think it's like anything major, but it's it's enough to make me want to continue to play. Uh, there is a in one of the city sections. Uh, it is exactly the city from need for speed underground the first game mm-hmm. on playstation 2 i noticed when i did one of the races i was like this looks oddly familiar and i went back mm-hmm. and drove through it and i was like holy cow this is like the first race from need for speed underground thought that was great um i just like like a lot of the little things for me add up to make this game great um when you're making like i don't know if you did this barry but as you progress like you have to have four cars for this grand you know final tournament that you're doing and I have my car that's all grip, highest top speed. And that's my like when I'm doing a sprint race. But when I need something that handles corners and I have my drift car, I have my drift car set up. And I really appreciate that on my on the customization side of things, I can have like the front bumper, or the back bumper taken off because I got so far into the drifting scene 
back when I had my Honda Civic that was mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. riced out. And the thing back then when you were drifting your cars and you don't drift a Civic, so let's just get that out of the way, um, <laughs> is they would all take their front and back bumpers off just in case they ran into things. So having the ability to take that off means that they took the time to really dive into like the drifting community and all that. Um, just like Forza being able to download, uh, you know, like the different styles or paint jobs for cars is awesome because I don't always want to spend 20 hours trying to figure out how to make my car look cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, controls take a little bit to get used to. Like the whole like drifting is a little weird yeah. at yeah. first. It's a little weird. But once you get into it, I feel like it works. I think I'm probably like, I don't know, 20, 25 hours in at this point. And I think it's great. I think it's totally worth the buy. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, I do feel the same way. Like, I personally really do like it. I do see, compl- I do kind of get the complaints where the game looks weird or like cartoony, mm-hmm. which is what they're going I think it works. for. I, yeah, and that's and that's what I want to say. In a world where all of racing, see, all racing games need to be taken very seriously, I especially mm-hmm. like the tone that this game has taken, which I think is why I'm yeah. kind of liking the overall goofy story it has this going on. Uh, yeah. But that that's what i find myself enjoying i really like the fact that i can have like these graffiti effects as i'm drifting around corners like it's i'm i'm enjoying that it's not this super serious and it's why i like forza it's why i like forza horizon it's not this super serious driving sim it's something where i can have fun and if i want to go into the nitty-gritty of my car specs and get something fine-tuned or prograded you can um But I and that's what I like about the arcadey side of uh, of Unbound here. Uh, I've I've really been enjoying at this point, like just kind of driving around the city and, you know, getting into getting into like cop chases, which I really loved doing in Carbon. I'm having like as much fun with them as I did in this game. So there do you feel like it's overly hard? The game, it's much harder than I remember. Yes. Um, yes. And this is me getting back into Need for Speed after a long time. So part of me is not sure if like AI, I think, could be better. I think that's what it probably is instead of maybe yeah. the game being harder. The AI cops. is. Yeah. AI is sure. just kind of learned that. Has learned to be a better cop, I guess. Than, yeah. <laughs> than anything <laughs> they're, else. they're that, tough. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's fun, but it's challenging, which is, I guess, mm-hmm. what I like. And overall i think i think they can really drive out a niche in all of these in all of this where they can find an okay spot for our albeit cartoony fun arcade racing game without um and separate themselves from the horizon the motorsport and the gran turismo because i i truly believe there isn't enough of these uh of these fun race type racing games like we need more of these things like Need for Need for Speed Carbon will go down as one of my favorites just because I I like the atmosphere it had and those like the challenge that I got from those downhill races like those one on one races were always yep. like my the highlight and I'm starting to feel that with Unbound. Uh, it's yep. just a matter of uh, and this is not on the game. I'm not the biggest fan of the fact that the old developers kind of got canned and they threw through this on Centurion uh, games. So you know, Heat was known for kind of getting Need for Speed back on track, but then instead of letting the developers maybe take a second shot and improve on that, Satyrion kind of came in and did their own thing. 
but that has nothing to do yeah. with Unbound. I like Unbound. It's more EA that I have an issue with there. Yeah, I think like the car wise car models are just as good as Forza. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think that like they look just as pretty, um, but you're just throwing a cartoon style over the smoke coming off the tires and the characters. So yeah. I think it works. They kind of play off each other that like you look at these cars and you're like, man, they look great, uh, especially mm-hmm. when it's raining. And then you get that nice little like sliding around the corner. And like for me, it's like a yellow and black cartoon cloud yeah. coming off the back. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is so cool. Like it's different. Mm-hmm. And I like different. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I had like Gran Turismo for me. I was like, man, that was a great game this year. But this is way better way better but it's because it's so much more fun is is what it is yeah like grand grand to amusement i enjoy its simulation type of racing but i I have to say it's not necessarily fun i guess unless you turn (laughs) off all of your just yeah it's because grand turismo takes itself so seriously is the reason i say the fun aspect of things is taken out yeah so i mean this is also another one i think is going to slide on my list coming in right under I, the buzzer. I, yeah i would say as well for me that is the case yeah I've, um yeah i it, i didn't expect it to be as good as as it turned out to be for sure yeah um so i want to transition into midnight suns because yes. you guys both played it right yes so i okay so i want to let you guys go into this and i just want to say with my piece that I think this game sucks, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, when I was playing it, I was wondering why you would even try it. After, no, I did uh, because I believe it or not, I don't like card base, but I think it works for this game. I thought it was oh, cool. Uh, a cool idea. What, why I say it sucks is not that I think the battle the is dialogue. great. The it's dialogue, the, dialogue. Yep. The, the, the art style and character direction looks terrible. I, I don't. Mind oh my that. God. It looks it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I looked at that first, like Iron Man and Dr. Strange coming in. And I was like, why does Iron Man look like he was made on the Xbox 360? Oh my God. He looks, uh, I'm terrible. not the, I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of Iron Man. I thought Dr. Strange yeah. looked fine. Um, cause some of them do tend to stand Ugh. out more than others, but yeah, like go going into it. I, I really like the battling for it. And that's yeah. what we've all kind of said. Yep. We enjoy the battling, the card based section of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really don't care for this cringy type of like all the heroes have to be my friends and I need to <laughs> yeah. be their friend in order yes. to get this buff. <laughs> yeah. I, I am not, I don't really, I'll be honest. I don't like it at all uh, yeah. just because, and I feel like it's trying to go down this fire emblem to say type path where it is. I exact. I said that I was like, this feels like mm-hmm. fire emblem. Barry probably loves this. No, yeah. be, uh, no, because you can't romance them. They're just your friend. You gotta. Where's the romance? Where's the, where's the romance? Oh you can't romance Captain Marvel. Exactly. But in in all in all seriousness, like it's just like this whole every hero is just like hyping up your ego and telling you how cool you are when mm-hmm. you know you may disagree with them or something like that. It's this strange. Uh, like I don't. I get why they put so much into it, but they're. I feel personally that they should not, you shouldn't be in the Abbey for as long as you are. Like you should be making this very yeah. quick. The one thing about, you know, fire emblem is that it's usually <laughs> just a quick interaction. And then you go up uh, and then you get to the next, you know, relationship or heart status 
that gives you a buff or, you know, at the end of it, romancing them. But that's not what we're talking about here. Um, it, <laughs> it, 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 it feels like more of a chore is what it feels like, because not only that, you're kind of this really, really garbage looking uh, OC character that I'm not the, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That can't get With this like thing six off of customization it. options. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so so it's like not, no customization. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you can even make it look like you or have any sort of, you know, replacement no. effect when you're playing because of that. So it yep. yeah, I, I truly feel like the battling portion like of XCOM, what they're good at is here and not and fun. Yep. But the whole Abbey section of the game really like throws me down so much where it's like I you need to have the you need to have the heroes like you to get these buffs that make combat easier but i don't want to spend the time doing it and if it's not <laughs> fun doing it then why why make it something that i really need to do i guess is my question like there's this this conflicting portion of me that's like i don't want to do it i want to get back to the next battle but yeah. now i need to spend yeah. 30 to 20 minutes telling spider-man how cool he is and how funny his jokes are <laughs> and tell dr strange he's the smartest man alive and why don't you text me back is my <laughs> is, is the issue yeah. so it yeah and that's like a that's a big issue because like the the combat's great the cards are great the upgrading the cards are great the randomization of like am i going to be able to use this in this battle you know i work so hard on this card or getting this card is great but you spend so much time, like you were saying, Barry, in the Abbey that it doesn't even like make sense. You're like, I've been doing so many side missions that like the main missions are the ones that like are, are feel so far away because of how much time I have to spend in the Abbey to get ready mm -hmm. for the next thing. It doesn't look great. Mm -mm. It's fine, but it doesn't look great. And then the grounds that you explore outside the Abbey, I don't know. They were just trying to make it longer. Yeah, I hate it's already it's long a enough. Lot. It's a it. lot. It's yep. a lot. And there's things that I'm finding that I don't care about. There's lore that I don't care about. And I like comic books. I like Marvel. I like, you know, I like the characters that are specifically mentioned in it. I really like this, wanted to play this game for Blade, more Blade. Yeah. And see the adaptation there because you don't see him put in a lot of stuff. But it's just. He's a horrible gosh. looking Blade, by the way. He he's got like a pirate feel to him. If a pi if a pirate wore if a pirate was wearing like the Wesley Snipes standard blade jacket from the movies. Yep. It's just I don't know. And <laughs> Iron Man throws me for a loop. I understand that that's maybe how he's drawn certain times, but yeah. I don't know. It's I'm gonna keep playing it. It's what's hard for me is that I know this game is a hundred hours or so. I know it is. Like I don't even it? have to look it up probably not okay Very? probably not are you gonna finish uh it? I, no i've heard how long it is i'm not gonna finish it i okay. i'll see like okay. this could be a game i come back to but i'll be honest you like I, I yeah <laughs> exactly i it's funny because i i i beat callisto and then i played for spoken and then you know i was looking at games to play i was like oh i could play more of this i went back to <laughs> nah. i went back to I went back to Sonic Frontiers to play instead okay. of that. <laughs> That's fine. I, yes. I, do, I don't hate Sonic Frontiers. I really don't. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. That's like fair. It, 
as a game no. of the year, Barry. No, 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 no. <laughs> but the, it, I don't know. It's the really <laughs> small things about Sonic that I'm finding myself enjoying. I really don't care about the crummy buggy boss battles, but like the outside world and like looking at like this one, for example, like Amy's icons are like these hearts, like trying to figure out how to get to it. I'm having fun with, um, and you know, okay. I guess like the little platforming puzzling challenges that come with it. Uh, I really don't care for the, for, for like the battling and stuff like that. But when Sonic goes fast, it's fun. I think that's the, the main thing there, but we're not talking about Sonic. <laughs> um, I think that there's going to be a niche group of individuals that really likes midnight suns though. I feel like there's enough there that some there's going to be people who are like, this game is incredible and they're going to spend the hundred hours. I just yeah, know the, that like, yeah, they're the I got like three hours in. <laughs> I got like three hours into this game this week and I was like, nope, nah. I'm not even going to keep going because I know I'm not going to like this. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, like it's it's a game for somebody. It's just not for me. There's I don't know. I feel like they did totally overinflate this game, though. Could have been like 60. No, 50 or 60. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a mess. (laughs) Um, For spoken demo, uh, Barry, let me say this. I'll get your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, they're in trouble. You Uh think so? This game is bad. This game is bad. I don't think it's bad as more or less as I'm just confused, I guess, is what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, boy. Um... You didn't think that the uh, I don't e- see. First of all, did they explain who the person is talking to her in it's the a, demo? Because I didn't see it. They did in like the trailer. I thought all, okay. all, all it said in the intro video was that, oh, she's been transported to this world and she has these bracelets wrapped around right. her arm that talk to her. That's it. Right. Um, it's so like a, a quick like. It. That dialogue is atrocious i I will admit the bracelet talking (laughs) i thought was really cringy i i will absolutely admit that real cringy you didn't you don't feel like the uh combat doesn't feel good at all well and and that's what i'm confused about i don't and maybe it's maybe it's just me and my understanding of the tutorial i There are portions of it that I did find fun, but I don't know whether or not I was supposed to be confused during this right. is what <laughs> right. is my issue. Because I, I I see where the combat makes sense. I can see mm-hmm. portions of it that are like, okay, this, this is a building block or something. But there are a lot of times where I'm trying to figure out, I guess, like, okay, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Because it's like everything is resistant to me throwing stuff at it but the moment i get in close quarters it's vulnerable so it's like i'm trying i like i i feel like so much was thrown on to me with that with its tutorial that i did not understand the combat i do think i do think there there can be fun to be had with it yeah Uh, i just i i was just confused all i did was dodge throw stuff and and flip around which was fun I had yeah. fun doing that, but it feels good to run too. Yeah. I, I just don't know what, <laughs> I just don't know how the combat works, I guess is my right. main thing is what, and why I should be picking. Demo, right. Yeah. Like to just, I, I, just like throw you in there and be like, man, figure it out. 
Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like it is a weird it, yeah. it is an absolutely weird demo. I don't right. think they're in trouble as long as the beginning of the game makes more sense than wherever the heck they threw us in at, I guess. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to try this game when it comes out and just like you like I want to go from the beginning and maybe it will make more sense. But this demo, I was just like I don't know what I'm doing. Uh the enemies are extremely spongy to these attacks that i'm trying to give and i the switching to like the melee attacks like the sword didn't feel that great to me um it felt better when i was like shooting the little <clears throat> magic projectiles and switching between those but yeah i the dialogue was like the worst thing for me i was like oh dear lord this is so cringy Ooh, boy. oh boy uh, yeah we need to they need to figure something out. If that's how the whole game is, like that's going to be a, for me, like an issue. I don't even remember what he said, but the bracelet said something that was like, oh, man, it was like some sort of phrase that was uh, like a phrase that was popular like a year ago. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> weird because the it, it feels like the, the like the talking and everything and cut scenes in between people is fine. But the you know what? I I think it's one of these things where I wouldn't be surprised if there's an option to turn off the bracelet talking to you. Uh, And that would and that would make sense unless it's in like crucial cut scenes or something like that, because I feel like half of the time his his after like his after fighting remarks are just like, okay, yeah, and (laughs) it's just it's just that kind of stuff I find really strange and, and awkward about it. But I don't think yeah. that again, I don't think the game's in trouble. I'm just it's one of these things where I played the demo and I was like, OK, I'm confused. Like, yeah, how yeah. how am I put, supposed very to well combat? put together? Yeah. yeah, I will admit it does. It, it was a real big surprise, I think, from the from the game awards that they announced this demo. And mm-hmm. I feel like they just as quickly put it together. <laughs> they and, did. And, and, yeah. and, and put it just as much as the announcement was a surprise, I guess, is how I feel about the whole thing. Yeah. I'm still 100% willing to give this game a shot. I'm not writing it off by any means because I was still like I was excited about this game. And then even after everything that came out, I was like, oh, maybe it's still a fun game to play. It's just this is not a good look for it. Almost to the point where I want to tell people like, don't play it. Let's just wait until the game comes out. Don't don't play the demo Um, because I feel like it's going to turn people off from buying it. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of those demos where like people are going to give their impressions and they'll be like, OK, do we make the embargo a week before the game comes out or the day of? So that way we yep. at least get some sales before the before yes. the reviews come out or something like that. Because this is it's January, a- right? Doesn't it come yeah, out in January? January 20th. OK. January 20th. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I not a good look to start with. Like if yeah. if it's that obviously rushed and not put together well, like why even put the demo out at all? I don't, I don't understand. doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess it was to generate some hype about the game is all I can sure. think about. Uh, but yeah, again, I don't really understand why this why this demo feels as messy as it is. Yeah, because mm. that trailer they showed at the Game Awards was cool. Yeah, I thought it looked really cool. That trailer, I was like, oh, man, I actually am excited for this game. And then they're like, you can play the demo now. I was like, oh, sweet. Oh, and yeah, then I'll play it right now. And then every <laughs> every ounce of excitement I had for the game was just like drained from me as I played the demo. I went, oh, yeah, okay. The shooting really felt like infamous type of yes. um of shooting, which I liked. 
but it mm-hmm. was just a matter of switching to that sword based stuff. Ooh. What didn't like, it's not as quick. And toward the end, I started to understand like, okay, like go in for a couple, get them to be stunned or like fall back and use like your, your long range stuff and use supports until they need to recharge and switch to your melee to do like offensive supports. Right. So it's kind of all over the place, but again, it's, it's something maybe I go back into the demo and try to experiment, but it, it the demo doesn't do a good job of telling me what to do is my yeah. main thing. Like it doesn't do a good job of explaining to you, like this is when you should be using this long range attack. You mean or... that 30 second uh, tutorial wasn't enough for you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The 30 second tutorial that only taught me how to run forward. Yeah. And like <laughs> shoot, shoot is what it yep. only taught me to do. Hold this button to shoot. Okay, now exactly. go. Have fun. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. But yeah. What else? Uh, I was about to say that. I think that's it. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's go ahead into movies this week. Uh, I watched Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Sweet. Okay. Great. That's it. Oh, I watched Nope. Sweet. I watched Troll. Oh, look Netflix. at us. All right? three of We're us. We're watching different stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Who would like to start? Uh, I'll start. Guillermo uh, okay. del Toro's Pinocchio. First off, I absolutely loved it. Uh, okay. This stop motion uh, movie from Guillermo del Toro is awesome. It, and this is so much better than the Pinocchio that came out from Disney+. Plus. Just going to come out there and say it like... I wasn't sure if I was going to like this just because the other Pinocchio from Disney plus kind of sucked. Uh, this is not mm-hmm. that this is so much more fun and imaginative. Like this is such a different story and a say the same story in a lot of ways for Pinocchio. Like it's, it's a wooden, it's a wooden boy. And of uh, like, I, I can't help but just be in all of the, all the stop motion stuff that they did. It is incredible the way this movie looks, knowing it was done stop motion. And they have like a little 30 minute like making of the movie where they kind of talk about how it went through everything. It is just spectacular. Um, def- definitely like again, we're talking about stuff sneaking onto our top 10. I really enjoyed this movie. It's definitely sneaking up there for me. Okay. You know, I, I had my eye on it, but I was so bummed out from the Disney Plus one that I like I was like, <laughs> I don't want to watch another Pinocchio because that other one was awful. Yeah, <laughs> this Tom is what Hanks. I mean. That one was the, this okay. one is so different. It It is so okay. different. And I think it's just really it, it is really cool is, is what I want to say. Like and you have like Ewan McGregor in it and he he like mm-hmm. is just this fun Mr. Cricket is what he is and mm-hmm. they kind of go into like in the making of it like how much fun like you know Ewan McGregor was voicing everything how much fun it was for Geppetto's voice actor who I forget but he's he's the guy in Harry Potter who's like the cleaning guy who always cleaning up after the messes he's the guy that voices okay. Geppetto in this oh. uh, in this movie so there's oh, I, like, I, you're a wizard Harry guy no that's Hagrid like the guy that says you no, no. Uh, David Bradley is his name. Yeah, I oh, think that's right. so. That yeah. is Hagrid's quote. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a different quote. There's a lot yeah. of people. That's my bad. Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swin- uh, Swinton, Christopher yep. Waltz. Yep. 
Finn Wolfhard. Wow. people. Christopher Waltz's character is such a cool villain as well. Like, okay. uh, and Clay Pant Chet plays a literal. It's a literal monkey. He plays uh, Spazatora. Okay. So it's. Uh, I don't know. I I really think you should give this movie a try. I I really enjoyed it. I have can't can't, I can't say. Will. Yeah, can't say I didn't like get a little teary eyed at the end. I didn't cry. Let me make that clear. I didn't <laughs> okay. cry. Got a little teary eyed. Little motion. I'll add cry. it to the list then for this week to check out. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'll have to take a look at that guy. Craig, are you are you honestly out of the three of us? You're the last one to watch. Nope. No, I'm the last one to watch. Nope. Uh, oh, you haven't watched it yet? No, I haven't. I should have said nope. <laughs> okay, you just haven't watched it yet. I have it, but uh, great time to say no. originally, like Craig and I were supposed to be on like a date together to watch Nope, and then sure. work, yeah. and then work has decided to not allow me to do that. Is what it feels like. So that's that's sure. where we're at. I'm glad he watched Nope without me, though. I'm glad you did. Okay, I am. Give it well, to me. Well, when you phrase it that specifically, like <laughs> I'm glad he watched it without me. Um, I guess I'll go into Nope. Uh, it's more of a yet for me. Uh, it's it's good. Ah, uh, of course, um, that was great. I <laughs> I had parts where I was confused, but it's you know, it's a peel movie. I was more intrigued. So they got like another storyline going on, not to ruin for you it for you, Barry, that involves a monkey and a kid, and I found that sometimes more intriguing than the actual n- main storyline. Mm-hmm. Um. You'll know when you see it. Um, what the thing or th- what the UFO is, is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is and the, the when you actually start seeing footage or actual like, you know, like when you actually just start seeing it, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. And you can tell it's a Peel movie because how I'm talking about it it's like I have to go around because like I, I don't want nobody should know anything about this movie before seeing it. Yep. There is a trailer. Most of us have seen it. Most of us have seen people looking up and saying <laughs> things like, nope, that's all I want you to get. If you saw the trailer, don't ask anybody about it. Watch it. Yeah, I'll be watching it this week. Because for sure. it, it'll it'll if anybody gives you any type of idea about what exactly is going on in that nice old town, it will ruin it. Um, it'll ruin the shock value of the movie itself. Um, Kiki Palmer and da- Daniel Kaluuya, fantastic. Great dynamic together. Kiki Palmer's hilarious. Um, Glenn, well, <laughs> his name isn't Glenn in real life, but Glenn from Walking Dead is great in it. He's great. Uh, the characters do a great job. And I don't know what Jordan Peele is. I don't know what recreational things he does, but <laughs> what I what I found when I saw that is yet another different movie with different with a different uh, aspect and route that it went. And I want him to keep making films. They're not all going to be Get Out. They're not all going to be Us. I still think my favorite movie from him is Us. But it's really refreshing to see somebody put out something like after that movie was over, I was like, how did he dupe me again? I didn't know it was going that way. Hmm. Like yeah. he just, I, he's just, he's just a very surprising director at slash writer. So watch it. 
and then we could actually talk about it because <laughs> I re I really yeah. can't say any more about it. Like, yeah, you don't want to spoil anything for oh, sure. Well, yeah, thank you, but darn it, I should have watched this already. <laughs> yeah, you should have. You're good. God. We'll get it. We'll have an, we'll have another opportunity for a date, Barry. There okay. you go. You guys, how about okay. this? <laughs> how about this? You guys could have a date to watch Troll. Okay. That? Oh, tell tell us about Troll. <laughs> so Troll is on Netflix. It is a Norwegian film. Uh, so I did watch it with subtitles because dubbed was awful. Um, I tried, but I was like, man, it's not good. Um, it, it's what you think it is. It's a movie about a troll that gets unleashed from inside the earth due to uh, digging into the earth. Right. What I think works so well and so surprising is it's almost kind of like a Godzilla movie because um, okay. it's like. The troll gets out and it just starts like wreaking havoc on on the countryside, the city, and it's them trying to figure out how to stop it. It's literally like they took the Godzilla movie and we're like, all right, we can make that, but we can maybe make it a little bit better. Um, the characters I thought were great. Um, the humor's there. Uh, the action's there. Uh, I was just surprised because like I saw it on Netflix and I was like, oh, a movie about trolls. OK, um, but then I saw how highly it was getting rated and I was like, well, I should probably check it out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I watched it with my wife because anything that involves disaster movies or anything that involves something that's like Godzilla, she just loves for some reason. So mm. she thought this was like the greatest movie of all time. Um, but I was, you know, I had a good time with it. I would highly recommend it. Um, it may end up on a list somewhere this year. We'll see. There's a okay. lot of good. There's oh, yeah. a lot of good movies this year. Uh, I was I was going through it this week and I was like, man, there is a lot of movies that I saw this year that I think are great. So check that one out. Add it to your date list for you guys. Um, grab some popcorn and, and enjoy it. It's great. All right. We'll add that to date night then. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for uh, that kind of stuff. I grew up a Godzilla fan. My dad just loved Godzilla. So I in turn love Godzilla. I like monster films where there's a giant, giant thing on the loose. Oh, yeah. no, there it is. <laughs> yep. It's going to step. You know, I like that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I also saw Troll Hunters. Yes. Or that from back way back when great, great movie found as footage well. film. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about or that we forgot? I don't think so. All right. I think I'm good. All right. So that's going to be the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, please make sure to review it and share it on your favorite uh, podcast listening platform of choice. And if you're interested, we do have a social media with a Twitch, a Twitter, an Instagram, uh, all at like high sensitivity. So you should be able to find us pretty easy. And we also have an email, high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com. If you're interested or at Gmail, sorry, uh, if you're interested in getting a hold of us. Uh, but uh, thanks again, everybody who's been listening. And thanks for anybody who showed up to the stream. You guys made it fun. I could have just yeah, been yeah. sitting there in <laughs> silence, uh, but everybody was cracking jokes Everybody was having fun with each other, talking about it, uh, talking about it. I I really enjoyed it. It makes streaming fun when uh, people are watching and at least somewhat interacting with you, uh, especially when it's all reaction based. And I just have to try to be like, oh, my God, look, it's Judas from Bioshock. Yeah, it's Fire Emblem. It's yeah. everyone's favorite. It's Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem. It's Fire Emblem DLC. So it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, tr I tried to make it fun. I have to get into a character for streaming and that and that was my character was on was on point yesterday or that well, like, on Thursday. Uh. <laughs> but again, 
Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later, guys. Thank you.